How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You know, Josh is a playmaker, and our offense runs through him. To have that opportunity to you know, not give that defensive front the ability to hunt the, the passer was a tremendous force. Like I said before, even when we got in those third downs, uh, they were more third and manageable where there was an opportunity to at least have the threat of run. Mitch Morse, Bills over Cowboys, 31-10. 94 yards passing for Allen. If you uh, remove a season finale against the Jets in 2019 when the Bills had, I guess, clinched a playoff spot and didn't need the game, so Allen started the game but only played you know, a, a short bit of it. The last time he ended a game with fewer yards passing is the previous season a game he was injured in in Houston, 84, and he didn't. I met. Was that at the second quarter of that game? If you remember when he hurt his elbow, Ooh, I don't remember when he got hurt. I just know he didn't finish the game. So, uh, but I, I don't recall the timing of the injury. So, I mean, that's really an asterisk too. Yeah. There's one game the previous week where the Bills beat Tennessee, and he threw for 82 yards, and that's it as a starter. Like he, the first game of his career, he went in relief, and did neither get to 100, but. These are the only times that he didn't get to 100 yards passing. What a win. I mean, like, I can say what I want about Dallas and their resolve and their stakes and everything like that. It doesn't matter. You know, scoreboard. And for the Bills to put the Dallas Cowboys down like that, I mean, has that ever happened? Coming off of, like, a narrative-busting win that they had last week on Sunday Night Football against Philly. Yeah, I I mentioned last night on postgame that it reminds me a little bit of Miami coming in here fresh off 70 points. I mean, Philly Philly didn't give up 70 last week to Dallas, but, you know, both teams coming off those wins were, like, the story of the league, right? Cowboys are looking good. Dak's the MVP favorite, and they're riding high. And just like Miami, off 70 points, we're rolled in here, and the Bills just smoked them. And, you know, very different style game, but still, like, similar result. I mean, a 21-point win. Lines open for your calls, 803-0550 on yesterday, the future, this James Cook game. I'm here for any sort of pushback against, you know, doesn't matter who the running back is. You've heard all my stuff. Like, I never have been excited about James Cook. Uh, what else? Going to have to throw it to win. You know, it wasn't a great day for my brand. The Bills just sort of, <laughs> well, like a Tim Tyndale-esque rushing day. Right. Uh, what did I see? The, it's one of 30 games since the merger where the Bills have rushed for 250 or more, including the playoff uh, game against Miami. Tyndale, got to know that reference out there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's their biggest rushing 
output game, or certainly one of them. That game against Miami, three hundred and forty-one yards on the ground in that game. Only other time under Sean McDermott that the Bills ran for two fifty or more was last year in Chicago, Christmas Eve, right? Which I did not watch because I had no power for forty hours, so I couldn't watch the Bills game. You know how that can be. That's tough. Yeah, tough. Today we have, by the way, the famous Toastery Bowl underway. Uh, Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. That's happening now. Oh, it's bowl week. It is bowl season. Wow. All right. I refuse to look up. I refuse to dignify the famous Toastery Bowl with a Google search. What? What is the? To- is the, that some sort of a breakfast pastry? I refuse to look. Okay. I do not I, know. I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to press you. That's what I, I'm saying. Especially at a delicate time like now, where you're trying not to look up. I'm saying I'm going against the grain by choosing to have a lack of knowledge about a subject, right. which is not something I like admitting. You know, I, I recommend not doing that. Right. But you know, this is whatever. I, I'm going to say it for a third and final time: the famous toastery bowl. I just, I, I guess I'm publicizing it. That's I, that's a win for them. Sure, they got you. That's how they get you. You're the cereal expert anyway. You would know before I, I would. I this nev- is. I, I don't, that doesn't sound like a cereal to me. It's possible. Uh, I already, my best guess was my first guess. Like some sort of Pop-Tart knockoff. There is a Pop-Tarts bowl. Really? Yes. Wow. That's funny you say that because there is coming up a Pop-Tarts bowl. Huh. Maybe this was a, a maybe you're exactly right on what this product is, and they felt like they had to keep up with pop right, tarts. Right, the, 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 the mean streets in the world of uh, toaster pastries. It's 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 cutthroat. Pastry eat pastry world. <laughs> pastry eat pastry. I don't know. I don't know. Pastry Mike, on pastry crime. Mike is next. Hello, please. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. First time caller from Fort Erie. Um, I'm interested Welcome. in this, this pile-driving system of blockers getting behind uh, running backs and quarterback. The, bill, the Bills were using yesterday with uh, Cook and, of course, with Allen. I mean, it's not the tush-push, but where did this come from? It seems like all the teams are doing it now, and they're doing it all over the field. Well, it's, it's never been against the rules, apparently, and I feel like it's um... – Kind of the last couple of years, the it's just taken off. It, 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 does it start with the Eagles, and now it's just being used all over the field? Like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a, a a tree ready to trace the origins uh, here exactly right now. But I, I feel like the days of forward progress being stopped. I'm I'm waiting for someone to lose a fumble on a play like that. That really matters. Um, because if the guy's still up and you're still allowing it, then guys can be ripping at the ball, and who knows what could happen in there. Um, but I, I don't feel like we ever saw it prior to a few years ago. I still think that it used to not be allowed. Okay. I, you might be right about that. I don't even know. I just said matter-of-factly because I don't recall there being a rule change around this that has started it it's just i feel like teams realize they could do this so now they're doing it good point on the fumble i don't know i'm trying to think of a good a good point to add and the best i'm doing is we want points in football we want scoring but in no way is it aesthetically pleasing this play you can't see the ball you can't even see the ball carrier much of the time it's just he's just in there and it's it's a rugby mall. 
So I don't know. I don't need it. But banning it has been talked about, not brought to fruition, uh, at least yet. There was a report last week or the week before that Roger Goodell wanted it banned. And then in classic NFL corporate fashion, a league spokesperson said he actually has no opinion. (laughs) That's good. There's one person in the world who watches the NFL and has literally no opinion about the tush push. It happens to be the commissioner of the league. Let's go to Chris next. Hi, Chris. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I was ridiculed uh, last Saturday night saying that I thought it was illegal. So for whatever that's worth. And I was told, I'm with Bulldog, I thought it wasn't allowed. But anyway, um, yesterday was fun. I think like around 2 p.m. it was looking real good that we were going to get a lot of help. And then that didn't come to fruition because of those close games. But ultimately they came out at 71%, which, you know, if you would have asked me that two weeks ago, um, I didn't think that was going to be the case. As far as like the running game being there in the future and yesterday's game, I, I just think that like, look, I don't know enough clearly about, you know, offensive game planning, but, he Brady in the game that he called, you got to remember that defense, they have two, if you go by like PFF rankings, two of the top uh, corners in the league, like the top 20, um, including Gilmore. Um, and when they play it, they play a lot of man, which was discussed on air last week. And I just think those running lanes were open. I don't know if it's specifically cook. Um, so I'm not going to push back on, um, you know, the Mike, you always talk about, like, it could be about about any running back. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to necessarily push push back on that. Um, but I think that, you know, I'm glad he's on our team, put it that way. I like that he's pretty sure-handed out of the backfield that he can catch. Um, lastly, I think in terms of, like, how I feel now as opposed to the beginning of the year, I think we're about where I thought we would be, just not record-wise, just not losing the games that we did. Um, because going into the year, it seems so long ago now, right? But you had the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. You had um, a Dolphins team that was trending in the right direction. And then the AFC has been, you know, strong the last three or four years uh, with the teams that have given us trouble, like the Bengals and the Chiefs. So, you know, it's not how I would have drawn it up. But I think we're right about where we should be. Yes, that's what I would say, too, how you ended there. I mean, again, 11 wins is right about at what their projection was. And, you know, who you always lose some game. The Bills, when they lost to Jacksonville a couple of years ago, you always lose some game that, you know, it's never just like, almost never, like right down the line. You win the games you're favored in, you lose the other ones or anything like that because there's too much variance to know that. The difference is the Dolphins. The difference is... This team has looked. I mean, these these wins are not surprising to us. And this the idea that the Bills are now maybe more often talked about because they've won in Kansas City and beaten Dallas as a dangerous team is really like we we called it. <laughs> they 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 had to do it. But no nobody like even our our guests in other cities were always the saying the same. Ostrowski loading up on Bills futures like yeah we know. You'd rather play Gardner Minshew and the Colts in the playoffs than these guys. Like, <laughs> right. it, it's the different. The, the difference is from before the season started is Miami's over its its win total, and or about to be probably, not necessarily, and so you're looking at road games. If you get there, you're looking at road games, which 
it's tougher. Like if if you knew you had this team, but that they'd have to win three road games in the playoffs to get to a Super Bowl. Oof. And you know, part of that too, I think, in terms of your feelings, like including the Dolphins, who looks like they're too good. Speaking of Joe Ostrowski, he texted me today a link to some uh, someone else who said that they thought the Bills were the second best team in the AFC. I'm like, I think even that's debatable. Right, they might be the best team. In the they AFC. might be the best. <laughs> right. I am kind of a Ravens apologist, but I don't know if the Bills go there. I flip a coin, maybe. It's like not a, not a new thing that they're dangerous or that they look dangerous. What's new yesterday is how they did it. And, you know, you just have to get there and then win those road games if that's what it's going to take. Kind of starting with Miami in Week 18, perhaps. Of course, as you know, though, it's a two-game lead that the Dolphins have, and they have the Cowboys and Ravens next. So they don't have to win either of those games. Right. On uh, on the style of the game, the caller alluded to at the, at the outset of his call, it, it was always there. A few people got through last week. Uh, I, I say got through like I, like we we were trying to keep them out. I mean that's not what I meant at all. But a few people got on the air last week with like shorten the game, right? Run, uh, keep this dangerous Dallas offense off the field, that kind of stuff. And the reasoning was they're not a good run stopping team, but nobody really gets to test it because they get out front and you're chasing them all day long. And plus, they had their maybe their their most important run stuffing defensive lineman injured last week, and he wasn't going to be available for this game. So it was always there. I just never thought the Bills would shut them down enough that they'd be able to play the kind of game that would allow them to exploit that to this extent. Right. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for the call, Chris. Mike Shope and the Bulldog back after a break. We'll have Eric Wood with us in less than twenty minutes here on WGR. Takes the handoff, tries to work over the left side, and they're trying to push him over the goal line. There's a surge on a second effort. It's a touchdown! A two-yard touchdown run by Latavius Murray. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.